Shared parenting does make it easy. I'm your host, Chris Batchelor, and this is the Parent Time Podcast. Parent Time Podcast is presented by National Parents Organization, a national nonprofit who is working hard to bring shared parenting nationwide. Hi, everyone. My name is Chris with National Parents Organization, and today I'm here with Larry DeMarco. He's in Philadelphia, and he is the host and the creator of the Family Law YouTube channel. Uh, and uh, Larry, thanks for coming on today. Chris, thanks for having me as a guest. I appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. And uh, you've got some exciting stuff I want to talk about. But first, I really want to talk about, you know, how did you get into uh, creating video content, um, you know, for, you know, family law litigants who are out there representing themselves? Kind of a roundabout way. It started with uh, being uh, politically active or trying to be civically responsible because in my county, there I was in a minority political party. And I felt that there was uh, too much of strong hold in government by, by one party, and I wanted to empower the others. And I always wanted to get into government to enact social change, to, 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 to bring or to influence a large number, number of people in a positive way. And messaging was important to our, our, our local uh, county, where I thought the media was controlled by one political organization. So I taught myself video content creation, which led to teaching. It's, it's, it has always been a passion of mine to teach. And I didn't see becoming a professor or uh, still maybe someday would love to be a high school teacher. But really, it was my way to teach about first government. That was my first step in my legal career. And from doing that, I learned all these great skills for online video content. Well, that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, it's it's really amazing. Uh, I get to talk to people from all over the country. And one of the, my favorite parts, actually, of, of all these is really figuring out what brought the passion on, right? And I can tell from talking to you, you're certainly passionate about this. And that's fantastic. And I really, uh, it's great to hear, you know, about everybody's story. Uh, but you have a, a particular, um, you know, uh, focus on your channel. And that is pro se litigants. And, and tell me, you know, where does that that passion come from and, um, and, and how are you contributing to that, that part of, uh, you know, of the world? Yeah. I, when you talk about passion, I get filled with emotion about how I got involved with this because it starts with my son and my own, um, custody litigation. It was a, a lot of you volunteers with MPO probably got involved because you were influenced by the system. So, First, to, 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 to do video content, that's really the first uh, part of why I'm passionate about helping others. Chris, I'm blessed. I'm lucky. I got through. I survived. My son survived. I kept my family together, meaning the relationship with my child. And I'm no longer at war with his mother. Uh, my problem with the court system is that it causes, it incites, it inflames uh, passions and anger, and it creates business for, to steal Joe Sorge's word, the divorce corp, that that uh, enormous uh, system of uh, that economic system of the courts at other people's expense. So, from my own uh, my luck and my good fortune and things working out with my family, I wanted to give back. I wanted to use my training, my knowledge, my skill, my education, and my power to help others who weren't as fortunate fortunate as me. So I took what I learned in politics, and then instead of just one-on-one -on -one coaching, 
or having traditional legal representation, I wanted to help hundreds or as many people as I possibly can by creating online video content. So I'm not just speaking to one person. So many people can come look at my YouTube channel and learn on how to help themselves and be able to put their best foot forward and show how they could be good parents to a judge without having to mortgage their all their savings, their house, and their future just for the benefit of a uh, a lawyer's vacation home or education for the lawyer's children when they should be using their own money for their own child's education and wellness. Yeah, and uh, I would add, uh, go bankrupt on top of that, right? As so many people right. do in in this system, because uh, it really does, you know, encourage uh, conflict. And and the lawyers have got it figured out to where if they can create more conflict, they can bill more hours. And it's pretty pretty much as simple as that, right? Um, you know, the longer you can stay in court, uh, the longer that all the lawyers win and everybody else loses is is really how I I try and tell uh, people that are kind of new to this situation, you know. This is, is like a war. You want to get in and get out as quickly as you can. You don't want to stay in a prolonged conflict. Amen. Um, again, it, it's it's about professionals that, that are running their practices like businesses, just like any profession. But the problem is we shouldn't be in an antagonistic or adversarial system in family court. You know, it, it's about healing and it's about... Uh, if you're not going to reconcile as a relationship with your child's with, with with your other child's parent, you at least both of you should be considered about the best the best interests of the children, and that's not the parents having an adversarial relationship. It's them mediating, settling as fast as they can in a non antagonistic fashion, so that everyone can get on with their lives. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, you've got this YouTube channel, it's called The Law Center. I'm going to bring it up here in just a moment. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, what was the genesis of that? And how did you decide, you know, that was how you wanted to get your message out? And and tell me a little bit about, you know, getting the channel started um, and, and what you uh, plan to do with it. Sure. Being an attorney for really, believe it, I'm not a family law attorney, because I have lower to middle income clientele in a very impoverished city, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So no one could ever afford this inefficient legal system that's, you know, bill by hour. And what a lawyer needs just to break even is more than most people can afford. So I would use, I was a personal injury attorney and workers' compensation attorney, but gosh, many of your clients have problems with their domestic situation and they need to go into family court. So that was our lost leader. We would give that. My father and I would give that assistance uh, almost as marketing for a personal injury practice back when you could do that. Now it's even harder to do because you can't do that efficiently and still survive. So I gave a lot of free advice throughout my legal career and I wanted to free up time. So I figured, why am I giving the same advice over and over and over again, year after year, time and time again, just repeating myself and not getting paid. Why not just record it, put it online. And if a client asks me a question, I got to say, hey, look, I got a whole library of free resources for you to be able to take care of this and navigate this yourself. What I found is that's actually hard to do. People can't use YouTube. They just see a huge amount of material. YouTube doesn't organize it for you, but it's good for one video at a time, which led to my next develop professional development in this process. I volunteered for 
places like TFRM, Fathers Anonymous, um, basically, and, and the the legal uh, self help court system. And I counseled people who couldn't afford basically self rep, pro se, self represented litigants who needed just some advice or counseling. And what I realized is now with the advent of with the advances in technology, we don't just have to keep repeating ourselves one-to-one. We can record it, put it online, and organize it into a comprehensive program, an online course or uh, organized on a platform so that people can navigate by issue, by category, by uh, whatever they need in an organized fashion where they can click with their mouse and find what they're looking for better. So I made the law center. I made the family court custody boot camp, which is a six to eight week program, basically about an hour and a half a week on Tuesdays, starting on January 10th, Tuesday at seven, going six to eight weeks. And I am looking and I'm partnering with MPO and I want to thank and acknowledge MPO for partnering with me on this program. But the idea is there'll be an opportunity for interaction. You agree to help shape the curriculum with what your questions are, with what what you need. And the whole concept is that I train you to be your own paralegal, helping you become a better client. I don't want you to self-represent. I think you're at an awful disadvantage. But one thing I can do is help you take those costs down to 10, 15, 20% of what it would be if you couldn't help yourself. So it's a better way than traditional legal services. And I'm doing it because I think there's a huge need for it. The The model, the family law model, model as we have now, just isn't sustainable. And it's a more holistic approach. It talks about self-care. It talks about how to deal with all those high emotions and that initial antagonism that comes from separation um, and helps you even co-parent and with what judges want to see from you as being a co-parent to get the best custody decision from litigation or, God willing, best settlement. So it, it, it's, it's a comprehensive program, 15 different modules of everything that someone really needs in family court litigation. Um, it's a really reasonable uh, a fraction. The cost is a fraction of the value conveyed. I am loading this program with content and giving massive value because, hey, family law litigants have been really overpaying not because of necessarily bad lawyers, but it is a bad system. So this is my effort and MPO's effort to help a broken system, at least with the affordability. Well, that's awesome. So what can uh, people expect when they take this course? Is this, uh, you know, like you log on to a Zoom call or is it self-paced? You watch videos online? How does it work? Ultimately, Yes, it will be an on-demand online program, hopefully landing sometime maybe in March, April. It's really only delayed, being delayed by how much value I want to load it up. But I'm going to keep improving this thing really for the remainder of my my, uh, legal career. But for what I'm looking now, 
I am looking for people to be in the live portion of the program, not on demand scheduled from January uh, 10th, seven o'clock Tuesdays, and then every Tuesday after for about six to eight weeks until I convey everything that everyone needs to know. And then Thursdays, seven o'clock will be a question and answer opportunity. But I, I do want to be open with all your viewers. It will, I am not, I do not have an active, busy family law litigation practice. I'm a workers' compensation and personal injury attorney who has been through a 10-year high-conflict custody battle. And I have volunteered and I have represented many individuals, really one case at a time. I have uh, a year of protection from abuse and working for the court, but... This is coming from a litigator, not necessarily a family law litigator, because I do have an LLM in trial advocacy. But one thing I can do is teach you where the information is online, everything you need to know that's available. And with the new, with the internet and all these self help desks, really all the information is available to you. It's just hard to find it. We don't know where to look. But this is what this program is designed to, to help you with everything involved in a family or a family court custody case. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, this is such a wide topic, right? I mean, you know, uh, attorneys uh, spend a lot of time in school and they, they spend a lot of time practicing to really. And I would say that if any attorney tells you they know everything about family law to litigation, you probably need to get a new attorney because they, they probably are lying to you, right? Nobody can know everything about everything. But that's right. Uh, you know, going into this, I, I know from my own experience, going into the legal process, I, I didn't know anything. I mean, I knew what I knew from TV, right? But none of that's right. Um, but I really didn't know the process. And, and one of the things that gave me, um, you know, a lot of anxiety during all this was not knowing what's next, right? So you're um, not knowing the process, not knowing what to expect out of this part of the process. Does that uh, part of what uh, this course is going to do for people is help them, you know, explain, you know, like what to expect and, and how, how to act uh, during all the different uh, parts of the process? That's a great question. And I'm glad you asked it. One thing that people need to understand about family court and law. Law is not a science. It's an art. It's not rocket science. It's not brain surgery. Lawyers are not engineers and we can't work with these huge machines or build a computer. And we're not doctors or brain surgeons. We can't do surgery. What we know, we don't even know everything about the law. What we know is where to look. And that's what this practice does. I will convey to you and I will show you everything. I will give you the entire legal curriculum. I'm not going to teach you to be a good lawyer, but I will show you and break down what the lawyer's education is and what the family law lawyer's education is and what a paralegal knows. And I will be able to give you the training that lawyers give their paralegals when they come into their office, because that bill, that really heavy bill that lawyers often give, it's not all their own individual time. It's per task. It's done by others. It's done by assistants and paralegals. The concept of the course is, number one, I'll show you everything a lawyer knows, or at least the information that we've had, and show you where you can find it online. 
so that you don't think there's this world of information out there that you don't know, that this judge and all these other people know, because it's not true. I will show you where to find it and how you can be that legal assistant of your lawyer and just get the lawyer and pay him only or her only for what they need to do. But you can do the rest and you could save about 80% of what your fee would otherwise be. Yeah, I think that's a great point. You know, if you can organize the information that they need and only give them the information that they need and not overwhelm them with things that they don't need, obviously your, your bill is going to be a lot lower at the end of the day. Big thing I do is eliminate the fear of the unknown, give you the confidence to work on your own case so that you don't lose sleep so that you're not stressed out during this long waiting period. I teach you how to empower yourself to eliminate that fear of the unknown because once you've done everything that you can by protecting yourself, protecting your child, protecting your family, then there's really nothing else to do but take care of you. Remember, while you're going through this awful experience, this traumatic process, the best thing that you can do is show up as the best mom or dad, the best parent, you can be to show the judge you deserve a very fair settlement or award in the custody battle that you're having with your ex. And also, I'll also help to reduce conflict and tell with that holistic approach. Well, that's fantastic. And uh, I want to go rewind a little bit and and get into, you know, the complexities of the law. You, you made me smile there. I know the viewers couldn't see it. But uh, when you mentioned engineer, that's that's what my uh, training is. I'm actually an aircraft engineer uh, by trade. And so having uh, been, you know, represented myself in the court system, having that engineer mindset and going in, one of the things that really stunned me in the legal process is you have statutes, right? You have laws. These are, you know, you know, that these are the sort of the guidelines of the road um, and, and judges sometimes follow them or not. But then you also have case law, which is, you know, previous outcomes of previous cases, which they use to weigh some of these decisions that the judges make. And so it, it kind of it was hard for me to wrap my head around, you know, well, there's all these different sort of things that they take into account. It's not just the law says this and that's what we're going to do. Right. So. Um, I, you know, having someone kind of explain that to me would have been tremendously helpful, you know, in the beginning, because one of the things that, that I felt really, um, you know, a after my case was over, it was like, why didn't they just do this? That's what the law says. It should have been like this. It was pretty black and white, you know, that sort of a thing. And so I think having somebody help you through, um, you know, the nuances of, of sort of that logic would have been really helpful. Yeah. there, And again, we used to have all the law buried in law offices in these walls and walls and shelves of very thick books with very small print. But then we've come a long way since that because with technology, and again, this is an online course, and with the benefits of technology, I'm able to produce a program like this. But the relevant law that you need is now online. It's actually in self-help uh, self-help libraries actually held by the courts because you used to have, back in 71, you used to have 99% of the people retaining lawyers. Then what happened? Fast forward to 2019, and now two-thirds of people are unrepresented. You only have... Uh, two-thirds to 90% of the 
of litigants in low-income places are self-represented. So the courts, by necessity, had to post the law broken down into simple terms online. So really, what judges do mostly is enforce a very simple statute, and the courts, for all these self-represented people, post the simple bullet point laws and standards that you need to prove the best interest of your child, they, they, they put online and they're indexed not only by state, but by county, so that uh, it may seem the legal profession may want you to believe that it's as complicated as you make it sound, but actually this, this law is available, it's discoverable, it's easy to find if you know where to look. And that's what the program is designed to do, to facilitate you finding those the, that law online yourself. Now, do you get into things like, you know, because each court has its own set of, you know, local rules. And one of the things that they can hold against you is as a non-attorney, if you're representing yourself, and, and I'm, I'm sure this is one reason why you tell people they need representation is if you don't follow those rules correctly, then, then the then the courts uh, will rule rule against you or give you penalties or whatnot. So um, I th think that's one thing that a lot of people also don't realize is that the courts have certain policies, procedures, and the ways they do things. Those aren't necessarily always uh, out there and available, I don't think, and uh, or at least not easily uh, obtainable, and, and then they can hold that against you. So that's one, one way that I think being pro se is really difficult. Sure. There's actually more than one way that being pro se is difficult. Yeah, it's really, you know, can, can you ever be guaranteed to know 100% of everything that you're supposed to know? It, it, you know? All lawyers don't necessarily always know everything. If you can get up to that, you know, the 99% or the things that are most likely to happen, you're doing a good job. But I don't recommend that people go into court alone, especially if you can come up with a you know, you don't have to do those really heavy retainers for what I would call traditional legal representation. But if you can pay a lawyer for a half a day or a day, you know, a couple of thousand dollars to, 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 to be your courtroom lawyer and just learn in this program how to present what I would call a pretrial memo to that lawyer or a trial binder, even a digital trial binder. So you don't need that that lawyer to spend a full weekend going through all this disorganized information about your case if you have a long one but you can organize it in simple fast uh an organized way for that lawyer to look in 15 minutes everything he or she needs to know so that you can keep your fees down to hundreds and not thousands or, God forbid, tens of thousands of dollars. So, no, I don't recommend that you go pro se unless you have to. But most people don't realize, but they can afford a courtroom lawyer for a day. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, certainly being able to know those bits of information that's, you know, really helpful for an attorney um, versus the the ones that's not, right? I mean, because when you're in the middle of this, it's very emotional and you, you I think people tend to hype up things that are really nothing burgers, right? And But to them, emotionally, they're really big. Uh, but the attorney, they, they may not care about it. So, uh, you know, learning which one of those things is, is the right thing to emphasize and which things are the right things to let go, that, that can be quite a challenge. Um, and, and hopefully your course covers uh, part of that. Absolutely. One thing I realized is I wanted to be 
a, um, a coach, a, uh, a litigation coach to help people prepare. But then I realized that <laughs> what most people wanted is for me to show up in court for them. Being a content producer, you know, I'm speaking to the entire country, actually several different countries, several English speaking countries, because my experts are worldwide global experts and they give me their content, which I produce. So I want to help everyone in the country because that's who's consuming my content. And I can't go to court in anywhere but Pennsylvania. And it's not efficient for me to travel to anywhere but the five county area. But I've made the decision to empower people and teach them how to keep their legal costs affordable and still get the best representation they possibly can by being their own paralegal and getting their courtroom lawyer for a day. And it's called a limited scope or unbungled attorney. I teach you how to use one, how to find it, how to keep the costs down so that you get the best representation, the best representation that you can afford for a fraction of what you were paying before you took the program. Well, that's awesome. I want to roll back a little bit on your YouTube channel. I'm going to bring it up here in a second. And I, I want to just talk about, I mean, you've got some really great videos on here and uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, what are some of your biggest videos, which, which ones uh, get the most attention or, or which ones do you think are, are helping the most uh, amount of people out? That's uh, a great question. Chris, I'm really glad you asked that. Back in 2019, I attended a conference called the Parental Alienation Study Group. I think at that time it was the third annual conference. And I met some of the top experts and scientists in the world about high conflict and parental alienation. And I convinced them, first of all, I was very angry and upset. Say, how come I never knew what this word was when I went through it? And so many people were also saying the same thing. And it's the best kept, or it's, it's, it's the worst secret. And it's, it's awful that it's not a, a word of common use. So I convinced these doctors and experts to give me their presentations, their PowerPoints. And I made, to directly answer your question, a 42 video playlist on parental alienation. And a subset of that are false allegations of abuse. They are highly viewed, they are helpful, they are practical. And part of what I do in the program is summarize each one, tell you what's in it, how to use it, and how to better defend yourself by using these videos practically, uh, which to me, video is the way to learn because most people are visual and you can convey more thoughts with images than words faster, more clearly, and in a shorter amount of time. Well, that's awesome. And uh, is there anything we didn't cover today that you wanted to talk about? If anyone is interested in attending this program, I want you to email me, and I'm sure, Chris, that you're going to put this in the description portion of the video. Absolutely. Email me, email me at glawrence.demarco at gmail.com. My name is G. Lawrence DeMarco, so it's just my name so, uh, divided by a period. Send me an email and say, hey, Larry, I'm interested in more. Tell me more. And you can either book a, a short free, no obligation conversation with me so I can find out if this course is for you, if, if you will benefit this, because I don't want everyone to take this. I only want the people that this program is right for, because I want your feedback. And if you like it, I want you to share that with other people and tell me and give me a testimonial about what you think. So, um, Email, and I will give you more information 
but particularly that it's starting on January 10th. And we also have a uh, a free training on December, Tuesday, December 20th at 7 o'clock. Hopefully you can put that in there too um, and we can update it. But that's the, the near... Uh, the short-term important things, but for the evergreen people, we'll also, or, or for after that, if you're watching this months and months later, we'll have a link for where you to sign up on the on-demand course as well. Well, that's fantastic. We'll put all that information out there. And uh, just to close, you can uh, check out Larry at his YouTube channel. And I'm going to put that up here uh, just now. And that YouTube channel is at the Law Center. Uh, if you're listening to this, or we'll put a link in the show notes where you can click on it. And uh, you, I mean, you've got almost 2000 subscribers on here. So you've got a pretty good size audience and uh, lots and lots of different topics um, that, that uh, people are, are be able to watch videos on here. And uh, Larry, uh, besides the uh, YouTube channel, uh, where, where else can uh, people check you out? Uh, w, uh, net is my family law work. My personal injury and workers' compensation stuff is demarco and demarco.com. Um, so check me out on those two websites. And my email again is glawrencedemarco at gmail.com. All right, Larry. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. And uh, we look forward to, uh, to seeing what else you have come out. And, and uh, we'll have to have you on again here when, uh, when, the, when the program goes to on demand. Chris, thank you for having me as a guest on your program. And also thank you to MPO for partnering with me, partnering with me in this venture. Guys, I'll see you on the program. Now that was recorded on video. So if you want to go ahead and watch the video, you can find the link in the show notes. It's on YouTube. And if you have any questions, you can contact National Parents Organization at sharedparenting.org. Don't forget to like National Parents Organization on social media. Just go ahead and do a Facebook search for National Parents Organization and smash the like button. You're also going to find several Facebook pages for different state chapters, so go ahead and like those pages as well. And don't forget, you can also follow National Parents Organization on Twitter or LinkedIn, the links to those social media sites are on the sharedparenting.org website. If you're passionate about shared parenting, the best thing you can do is get involved. And the best way to do that is by contacting your state chapter. If you head over to the sharedparenting.org website, you can find the links to your state chapter and then contact them directly to take action and volunteer. We could also use your help with donations. National Parents Organization is a nationally recognized nonprofit registered in Massachusetts. To donate, visit sharedparenting.org and click the Take Action and then Donate. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Tell us what you think on social media or by going to the sharedparenting.org website and sending us a message. Fill out that contact form and let us know what you think. We'd love to hear about what you think about the show or what you want to hear on the show, those sorts of things. So go ahead and, and send us a message. Until the next episode, I'm your host, Chris Batchelor. Thanks for listening, and together we can help bring shared parenting nationwide. Stop.